Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, by whose hand we are given new birth, by those speaking we are given new life. Amen. Joined in the waters of baptism, we are welcomed, restored, and supported as citizens of a new creation. Let us give thanks for the gift of baptism. Holy God, holy and merciful, you are the river of life. You are the everlasting wellspring. In mercy and might, you have freed us from death and raised us with Jesus, the firstborn of the dead. In baptismal waters, our old life is washed away, and in them we are born anew. Glory to you for the oceans and lakes, for rivers and streams. Honor to you for waters that wash us clean. Quench our thirst and nurture both crops and creatures. Praise to you for the ever-giving, the life-giving water of baptism, the outpouring of the spirit of the new creation. Wash, wash away, away our sin and all that separates us from you. Empower our witness to your resurrection. Strengthen our resolve in seeking justice for all. Satisfy the world's need through this living water. Where drought dries the earth, bring refreshment. Where despair prevails, grant hope. Where chaos reigns, bring peace. We ask this through Christ, who with you and the Spirit reigns forever. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O God, our shepherd, you know your sheep by name and lead us to safety through the valleys of death. Guide us by your voice that we may walk in certainty and security to the joyous feast prepared in your house. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
volcano? What's the animal? A cat. It's not a cat. It. What's on the front of our bulletins? Look, right here. What are those? Sheep and God. And it looks like a shepherd. What? And God. And God. What do you know about sheep? They have fur. They have fur. All right. What else do you know about sheep? Uh, don't take that too far. I don't know. You don't know? What do you know? Tell me what you know. Sheep have box. They have what? Spots. Spots. Oh, they have spots on their face? Mm -hmm. What noise do sheep make? Bah. Bah. That's, that, you know quite a bit about sheep. Can I tell you more about sheep? Yeah. Okay, why do you, I'm going to tell yeah. you why sheep are so important. Because way back, a long, long time ago in Jesus' time, sheep meant food. Sheep mm -hmm. meant milk. Sheep meant clothes. I know that. You know that? And they had, so there were lots and lots of sheep around, and they had to be protected by shepherds because guess what? There were wolves. And wolves yeah. like to eat sheep. And hyenas. So, and hyenas, they would probably also like to eat sheep. So, the sheep were a prized possession and had to be protected, and they were considered a gift from God. And that's why. We talk about sheep in church, and we talk about shepherds in church, because they were so, so very important. Can we pray? Yeah. Okay. No, to do Dear God. Nope. We're praying. Please stop. Dear God, thank God. you so much for giving us sheep and being our shepherd. Amen. rise as you are able for the gospel. Gospel as taken from John in the 10th chapter. Jesus uses a familiar, an image familiar to the people of his day to make a point about spiritual leadership. Those who listen to Jesus are led to abundant life. The Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Glory, Glory to, to you, O Lord. Lord. Jesus said, very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. 
They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. As I mentioned earlier, this is a message that has come from Bishop Shelley Wickstrom. And I will be reading it for you. These are her words. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. This weekend, the 30 congregations and two mission developments of the Alaska Synod have met for our annual assembly. This year, Christ Lutheran Church in Soldatna has hosted us. This sermon is shared with you to make it easier for your pastor and voting members to stay for the closing of the Synod Assembly. May the worship you gather in today strengthen you for service and celebration in the name of Jesus Christ. Since Easter Sunday, the repercussions of the empty tomb have echoed again. Jesus is not held back by death. He has been raised to life eternal and is present now through the Holy Spirit still teaching shaping us as God's people. Mixed into the Easter season, we hear another theme. Jesus is the good shepherd who knows his sheep, who will, lie, who will lay down his life for their sake, and who is bringing other flocks into the fold. Every year, the common lectionary has Psalm 23 and a part of John 10 as our reading for the fourth Sunday of Easter. Why include these readings when we are still trying to get our heads and hearts around resurrection? Because they're due for a course correction. When a person is on the water, the tide changes. The river course shifts from season to season. Debris can be in the way. Fog rolls in. So a wise person always checks the sky, the landscape, the instruments to keep their bearings. Our scripture today invites to consider carefully what assumptions we have about God and the direction of our life of faith. The shepherding of Jesus is our Easter living. Sometimes it is hard to find our way. 
All of us at some point will know sorrow. For some, this anguish comes far too early, too young, too often. Through such times, we wrestle with our values and faith itself. Lessons are often learned in hindsight. Wisdom can be gained through experience. You may have heard someone say, through this, the Lord taught me. We have Paul's witness to the church in Rome, 828, that in all things, God's works for good for those who love him. And sometimes in the midst of tragedy, not finding any other way to make sense out of the chaos, people will shrug saying it is God's will. God needed a mama just like yours to be with the little angels in heaven. It is true that to be human is to know suffering. It is true that we often hear through such experiences. It is true that God has a desire for our lives. And it is often true that rather than look, looking suffering straight in the eye, folks blame God for it. When we do that, God becomes a monstrous sadist. And if Jesus is a shepherd, he's herding sheep to the slaughter. There's a larger truth to guide us. The image of shepherd is used throughout the scripture. David's skill as a shepherd was put to use in defending his people against Goliath. Because of King David, the good king is said to be a good shepherd. Good shepherds know their sheep, and the sheep know the shepherd. When Jesus talks about a sheepfold, He's describing a rock and bramble corral that multiple flocks went into at night. One of the shepherds would sleep at the opening. No sheep could step over the shepherd to get to the other side. A wolf might try it once. In the morning, the shepherd of each flock would call them by name and lead them out to the pasture for the day. Jesus said that the Father had given him the freedom to lay down his life for his sheep. Jesus chose to lay it down for us, his flock then, and all added to it since then. This is his act of loving sacrifice so that the wolf would have no power over us. My dad was a shepherd as a teenager. He said that sheep are such creatures of habit that once they find a rut, they'll stay in it unless they are led out of it. They don't see well, so sheep will follow a rut to a dead end canyon and not know how to get out 
because backing up isn't in their nature. Dad said he wasn't much of a shepherd, but his dog was a great one. His dog would get into the gulch and nip, bark, and nudge stray sheep back towards him. Luther said that each day we should remember our baptism. Each day we should make the sign of the cross and remember that in baptism we've been claimed by God for what God is doing in this world. Our lives are not our own. Sheep and human beings find comfort in ruts, but we don't know the future God desires for us by staying in them. Turning around, taking another route, is part of repentance, our growth in faith. God is at work through curiosity, creativity, dreams, and even doubts. They are God's sheepdog nudging us out of a rut. A good shepherd doesn't let sheep drink still water because still water is full of bad stuff. Sheep will spook if they see a reflection of themselves in still water. A good shepherd leads them beyond it to green grass that they won't necessarily find on their own. Pay attention to what you are feeding on. Is it life-giving and God-honoring? Is your community better off because of your habits? Sheep have no way to defend themselves except by running and crowding together. They have a hard time deciding what to be afraid of, so if someone bolts, they all do. Even a rabbit can spook a flock of sheep. Fear is a tool that though we sort through it, we get to important things that need change. Reacting in fear rather than understanding it keeps us bolting. Fear should not have the last word. In Jesus, God had, has had the last word, and that word is life. The empty cross of Christ is the North Star we navigate through fear, panic, and the fog of confusion. The psalmist writes, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me and your rod and staff comfort me. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me and the tools you use comfort me. Day in, and day out, the shepherd knows what the flock is experiencing. Sunburn, windburn, soaking rains, calluses are part of being with the flock. 
Elie Wiesel is a survivor of the Holocaust. In Night, he tells the painful story of returning from a work detail at Auschwitz. All of the prisoners were made to stand and watch as three of their comrades were hung for some offense. The first two died quickly, their adult necks breaking quickly in the noose. The third died an agonizing slow death because the weight of a 10-year-old is not enough to break a neck. Someone near him whispered, where is God? Where is God now? At that moment, Weisel understood where God was, on the gallows. God is on the gallows, not the cause of human suffering, not the product of human suffering, not defined by human suffering. The God we know in Jesus is God in the flesh, in the midst of all of life, which means death too. God is in the flesh of Jesus, who is our good shepherd, who chooses to be with us in all the horror and hilarity of human life, whose death is meant to offer us life. It is God's will that we might have life and have it abundantly, that death will not be the last word over us, just as it was not with Jesus. We have a course correction in these readings. The shepherding Jesus continues, continues is through the Holy Spirit works in our life. Jesus still shepherds us. Know that comfort. He knows us and brings us into his sheepfold. We who follow Jesus make course corrections. We continue to learn and are shaped as God's people. We who follow Jesus insist that God is for us, not against the world. We echo the empty tomb in our witness. We hunger and thirst for righteousness because God has made us with a hunger that keeps gnawing until it is satisfied in God's fullness. We who follow Jesus look tragedy in the face and declare that it will not have the last word in our lives. We who follow Jesus feed the hungry, clothe the naked, shelter the homeless, because that is what Jesus did. We can name injustice knowing that God's truth and justice will prevail, and our actions are part of God's answer to prayer. Let us pray. Jesus, shepherd us as your people. May we follow where you lead, share you with others, and trust you with our lives. Amen. 
united in the hope and joy of the resurrection. Let us pray for the church, the world, and all in need. You are the shepherd who gathers us in your mighty and loving arms. Help your church to listen to you for, the, for your voice, especially when the, when the voices of sin, idolatry, and oppression threaten to overpower us. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. The green pastures, still waters, and dark valleys of this earth all belong to you, O Lord. Sustain your creation with a love that is both mighty and just. Where there is destruction, bring healing. Where there is desolation, bring abundance. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You proclaim shepherding love, comfort, and protection for all people and all of creation. Direct leaders in our own time to learn from your example and instruction. Give them servant hearts that they generously seek the good of all. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Your journey with us wherever our paths may lead. We pray for those feeling overwhelmed by anxiety or depression or suffering in any way, especially those who are fearful. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You are the sheep gate that gives safety to your beloved flocks. Provide protection for refugees, victims of domestic violence, those who are imprisoned, and all people who are vulnerable to violence and mistreatment. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You call your sheep by name and lead them through the valley of death. We give you thanks for those who have died and now dwell in your house forever. Be with those who mourn and give them hope in the promise of resurrection. Hear us, O God. Rejoicing in the victory of Christ's resurrection, we lift our prayers and praise to you, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Generous God, in this meal you offer your very self. We give thanks for these gifts of the earth. In the breaking of this bread, Reveal to us the risen one. In the pouring of this wine, pour us out in service to the world. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us announce together the mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. The God of all, who raised Jesus from the dead, bless you by the power of the Holy Spirit and live in a new creation. Amen. Amen. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see. <laughs>